these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. All right. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. I'm trying not to melt. Yeah? Super hot. Melting into the chair. I feel like we both are right now. Yeah, true. Well, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. It feels we had another week off. Um, had a little COVID scare on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did some social distancing. We got tested, and then we got our results back in like two days, which was very thankful. We're very thankful for. Negative, of course, me and the wife. So we're back mm-hmm. to business. Um but yeah this week is going to be a killer those hundreds low well low hundreds but still hundreds they're gonna be not fun well i mean i don't don't think we've ever seen high hundreds no no no. i just mean like 114 stuff i think we've had like 114 like a a decade or so ago around there we're supposed to get 111 and i don't think i've seen that yet he's so it's it's not gonna be fun dude (laughs) at least you guys Get the big open space in AC. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. We got AC too, but it's not, it doesn't work as well. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back. People are not hitting us up as much as we need for this upcoming episode. I have already put part out of that's post my for that. F- part of that's my fault because I've got to get some episodes edited and out because I've not. Sorry, I've slacked on my editing time. We're both playing catch up right now, man. I feel like everybody is, but it's been it's been a rough go for a little bit. It the, has. The, the low low energy has been a, a running theme. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know why. We're not. It's not like we're out and doing as much, but it's maybe well, that's I don't know. Maybe it's like the, the one thing you can do without having worry is go outside, mm-hmm. and it's too hot to go outside. It's too hot to do that. So you just want to stay in and do nothing. <laughs> Besides this, um, and it's getting like it's before we know it, it's going to be fall. Mm-hmm. It's creeping toward fall, and I've had a, a, a wave of being bummed about fall. Because kids, because the kids aren't going to be able to trick or treat. Yeah, won't be having no big Halloween parties. Dude, it's going to be hard enough to get them back into school. It's, I don't know where that's going to go. I'm just trying to get them some some free candy, man. Yeah, but yeah, so that sucks. Yeah, you can't trick or treat over Zoom. <laughs> and then with that, I'm like, right after that's the hot like other holidays mm-hmm. and what that's going to look like now. And no idea. But you know what? Right now, we're going to look at. Is it happier? The episode will be happier. What you got for us? All right. We are going for uh, one that I'm really surprised that we haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a bigger, more well-known, I would say, cryptid. It is mm-hmm. considered a cryptid. Uh, we're going to do the chupacabra. Yeah. Chupacabra. So a fun topic, not fun what it does, though. Not necessarily fun what it does, but it's also not necessarily, like, the darkest thing we've ever delved into. Mm-hmm. So... It'll be good. It'll be it's kind of the middle of the road there. Um, but yeah, we do. We need any any more house cleaning right now? Any more? I don't think so. We're going ahead and plug it right now in the beginning of the episode. If you guys are able to hear this prior to, um, so if you have any personal stories, I don't care if it was just a strange feeling, if it was a room in your house you were scared to go in, you saw a ghost, you saw an alien, you tickled Bigfoot Bigfoot's toes. <sighs> Any end to all. Yeah. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it at Instagram. 
creepycamperpodcast at gmail.com. Send it. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll uh, kind of let you guys know what my sources were at first. I used, of course, a little bit of Wikipedia. Uh, I found some stuff on Live Science, also on BBC Earth, uh, Princeton.edu, a National Geographic site, one called uh, How Stuff Works, and also TexasObserver.org. That's where I pulled the majority of the stuff. I mean, it all sounds pretty official. Yeah, I mean a couple of orgs and EDUs. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, Princeton. Um, I was like, the this, which was funny because that site seemed the the least <laughs> legit <laughs> as far as like the way it was laid out. It was it was kind of a nice looking site, but it was not looked. It didn't look like it had anything to do with any sort of educational system. Mm. I don't know hmm. how they slapped an EDU on there, but because they're talking about you know. Chupacabra being connected to aliens and stuff, and I'm well, okay, all right. <laughs> well, I think they can publish like any article that a student writes. So if a yeah, student that would for, make a, sense. for a paper chooses that for their dissertation, yeah. And they had stuff all the way back to like '96, '95, '96, mm-hmm. um, which is sort of like a lot of where a lot of this stuff kind of happened or got big at least. Yeah. All right, so go for it. Chupacabra. Uh, literal translation is goat sucker. Um, from, broken down from chupar to suck in cabra goat. It is a legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas and everywhere else at this point. And this is the, the chupacabra, like that breakdown is Mexican in origin? I, so I will, I will tell you where it originated. Okay. Um, I don't know if that is supposed to be the Latin breakdown of it, chup, chupar and cab, cabra, as far as like the, the, um, translation. Yeah, as far as the the roots yeah. of it. It just makes me think, like, poltergeist mm-hmm. is, like, a breakdown of two German words. I can't remember. Like, something in haunting. I don't know. I can't remember, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, but it did originate in... Um, as far as, like, the, the term itself originated in, in Puerto Rico. Puerto so. Rico, okay. Yeah. Um, so it gets its name from the animal's reported habit of attacking and drinking the, the blood of livestock, including goats. Okay. So, let's get into it. Eyewitness sightings have been claimed in Puerto Rico. Um, it have been reported as far north as Maine, as far south as Chile, and even outside of the Americas in countries like Russia and the Philippines. But a lot of those reports have been disregarded, disregarded um, as uncorroborated or lack, lacking evidence. Mm-hmm. Sightings in northern Mexico and the southern United States have been verified as uh, canids afflict- afflicted by mange, which is what a lot of people. So canids is like canines, right, dogs, anything in that yeah. in that kind of line, uh, and mange is like a sort of sickness that starts making them lose their hair and kind of get patchy in places yeah. and get the little fold of kind of foldy skin. It makes me think of like uh, leprosy for kind of yeah, dogs. but for yeah, and I don't know if it's limited to. Uh, canines. I think it's a, it's a certain kind of. Um, I've only ever heard like small mammals getting it, like, mange, like possum yeah. and raccoons and stuff. You call them mangy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never heard of a person getting mange. No, definitely not. Though I mean, I've, that sounds like leprosy almost. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, in comparison, at least. Um, so the first reported attack um, from a chupacabra occurred in March 1995 in Puerto Rico, uh, where eight sheep were found dead each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of their blood. In 95, huh? 95. Funny, I figured this would have been way older. There are... 
there are things that have been potentially like related further back mm, but nothing so blatant as and, this one and nothing that had the title of like a chupacabra attack at that okay. point like the first noted mm-hmm. chupacabra attack was 1995 okay and you said three holes in the chest three holes in the chest which three is what kind of threw me off right because you would you would think it, i don't know two fangs or four fangs yeah yeah would make sense for like a regular animal but mm-hmm. especially not sucking all the blood out of it either um, so Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur Silverio Perez is credited is credited with coining the term um, chupacabra soon after the first incidents were reported in the press. So that is where the name came from. Uh, shortly after the first reported incidents, uh, other animal deaths were reported in other countries, such as the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Brazil, United States, and Mexico. Hmm. It's kind of that thing where, like, as soon as uh, something gets reported like that, people jump mm-hmm. on the bandwagon, I'm thinking. Well, I think there's a little, yeah, you get a little bit of both. You get people that want to, like, they want to make their story up and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But then you have, I think you have just as many people that are like, I saw that too, but I didn't want to say anything. But now I'm not the only one saying something, so I'll, I'll come out. Or they'll see something that they think is that, which is a lot of what it was, like, Dogs with mange and mm-hmm. stuff like that. People would see. Oh yeah, just definitely decrepit. misidentifications. Yes, yeah. yeah, that that sort of thing. Um, but I didn't know that it was that widespread. That they were, that supposedly they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that it was kind of a. I thought it was more of like a like in southern Southern America kind of. I knew definitely like Central America and Southern United States, but yeah, not Texas. I know there was a couple things here and there mm-hmm. about it think maybe in new mexico too but Mm -hmm. um nothing as far up as maine for sure yeah yeah the northeast corner i don't know Mm -hmm. i feel like part of why it became as huge as it did as quick as it did was Mm -hmm. when it came when that came out in 1995 it was kind of on the verge of like technological major technological advances Mm -hmm. as opposed to a lot of other cryptids that have been around for way longer yeah um so everybody kind of just blew it up and out of proportion as soon as it came out and around but that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. i'll get my bias out of the way early i like cryptids but the chupacabra is one i have one of the hardest times with Mm -hmm. it's hard because there's so many um different accounts for appearance and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. like the the range of we'll we'll get into that later i sent you some pictures Mm -hmm. but yeah they're fun so um first eyewitness account um the the, so a few months later uh, in 1995 in august of 1995 an eyewitness madeline tolentino which if you look up chupacabra you will always hear her name reported seeing the creature in the puerto rican town of canovanas canovanas when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed 150 150 not in one lot okay but in in general area okay it's like, goodness. <laughs> so in 1975, similar killings in the small town of Mocha were attributed to El Vampiro de Mocha, the vampire of Mocha. Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. Later, more killings were reported around the island, and many farms uh, reported loss of animal life, a lot of livestock loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, each of the animals was reported to have its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Hmm. So that's kind of like 
that's that's one of the, the biggest illusions still, to yeah. before mm-hmm. beforehand. But they didn't know what to call it at that point, you know. Right. So the vampire of Mocha. Um, another theory is that the Puerto Rico uh, creatures were an escaped troop of rhesus monkeys, and I can't remember. Reese's like the peanut butter cup? No, it's R-H-E-S-U-S. <laughs> and oh. I can't remember what that classification means. Rhesus monkey. The correct monkey. So a rhesus monkey. Uh, or the the macaque. Oh, the macaque. Macaque. It's a species of old world, mon- or old, old world monkey. That's, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, it is listed as least concern in the IUCN red list of threatened species. Oh, that doesn't matter. So there's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. But they think that it could have been an outbreak of uh, these rhesus monkeys on the island, which often... <laughs> it sounds like you're saying racist re- monkeys. I know. Rhesus. <laughs> rhesus. Rhesus. That, I guess that makes it easier. Rhesus monkeys. They're full of, they're full of peanut butter. Because um, they're, they're kind of known for standing on their hind legs, which is something mm-hmm. that's reportedly the chupacabras do. Okay. Uh, there was a population of rhesus monkeys being used in blood experiments in Puerto Rico at the time, and that troop could have got loose. I don't like that there was not a definitive answer to that. Could have. Could have. <laughs> That's as far as that went. I mean, it's a common monkey, at least, so it's not like it's. it was a, a troop of tigers. It just made me th- I instantly think of that movie Outbreak, mm-hmm. where it's like the, the monkeys that are doing tests on, and then they mm-hmm. get out and they just start going on a killing rampage. But I don't think they were sucking things blood either. So I don't know if that's where that came from or what. Well, let me. Well, I'll let you do your episode. I'll, I'm, I keep wanting to ask things. I want. I want to hear. No, no. I might I'm, not know the answer, but say, I'm, I feel about. like I keep asking things that you'll have in there. But when you think of something being a quote blood sucker, yeah. How do you think of that working? Because I feel like most people think of it like the teeth are straws, but. I think of it like because I think this is how the vampire bat does it. I was gonna it. say vampire bats would be like my most conclusive. They like because they bite you, mm-hmm. cause the wound, and then suck on the wound. Yep. And that's what I think of. But I think most people think of it, especially something like the chupacabra, of like their teeth are essentially straws. Oh, in like one swift motion, it's just like in and out, and they're done. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not even that dry. quick, but like that, that's at least that's how it's working. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I would. I would side more on the vampire bat thing i mean because you know it's the only thing that we have to go off as mm-hmm. far as vampire. just about the only thing that well that's not an insect that's a blood sucker yeah so um i found another eyewitness, eyewitness account from phyllis canyon who claims to have seen the chupacabra slipping through her pastures in south central texas uh in broad daylight in june of 2007 okay. that recent and Canyon, a naturopathic doctor and hunter, had just returned to Cuero from Africa. So it's Cuero, Texas. That's where she, or I think it's Cuero. Cuero, Swero. Yeah, me. It's C-U-E-R-O. I would say Cuero. Uh, she'd seen some odd things, but nothing like this. It was a hairless canine figure with blue-gray flesh and bony limbs. Soon after, she and her husband found one of their chickens with its throat torn open, apparently drained of its blood. A little different M.O., a little different. A little more, a little more violent. Throat slit, yeah. You wouldn't think it would have to well, be that. Ripped open. Not even slit. Ripped open. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, the the difference between the two, I'm, like the little bite marks and then that, I don't know. That just seems more somebody trying to send a message or something. Well, it sounds more animal-like. 
the throat yeah I, well i know if you're if you're thinking like canines and stuff how they usually attack they usually go for they go for the throat yep. and it's not like they're gonna just bite and suck they're gonna rip the thing open mm-hmm. do some real damage but you wouldn't think that they would leave it intact either but uh or drain it of, of its blood and just leave it there because that's not usually what they're after uh but over the next few days the mystery predator struck again leaving what appeared to be um more more drained chickens around the ranch Kenyon set up cameras, hoping to catch it in the act, but when that failed, she asked her neighbors to let her know if they saw, captured, or killed it. So in mid-July, so we were in, we were in June, so, we're a month, so about a month later, um, a neighboring rancher called to say that one of the creatures had been hit by a car near his property. So Kenyon went to go check it out, um, and stood puzzled over this scrawny body. Uh, when they got another call about another strange carcass, this one closer to Canyon's ranch, uh, she sped back in her car, and there it was, another thin, hairless, bizarre-looking little dog-like creature. She said it was kind of canine in, in, in appearance. So she loaded it into her tractor and took it back to her ranch to photograph it. Uh, following that incident, the popularity of the chupacabra myth was receiving global attention at that point. Uh, and before, honestly, Talking it was peak Facebook days. Yeah. So, oh uh, yeah, straight up. I didn't even think about that. Like, when did social media become a thing? <laughs> uh, so she claimed that T-shirts highlighting the event were shipped to locations such as Italy, Guam, and Iraq. So everybody heard about it, and everybody wanted in. Mm-hmm. So, those are my uh, my little eyewitness guys. Hasn't been so. Hasn't been a whole lot of accounts that aren't like that aren't as in depth as that. Most of them are just like I found a dead thing, and they think it it's was, yeah. it's a lot of the mis uh, misidentifications, that sort of thing. Or These just the dead to. carcasses and yeah, and then and like blood drained mm-hmm. out stuff that like potentially like left behind. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in late October of two thousand ten. A uh, biologist from the University of Michigan, Barry O'Connor, concluded that all of the chupacabra reports in the United States were simply coyotes <laughs> infected with the parasite uh, Sarcoptis scabi, whose symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra. They would be left with little fur, thickened skin, and a rank odor. Hmm. Which I'm assuming is kind of, I don't know if that's mange specifically, but I, it sounds similar. Yeah. Uh, so he theorized that the attacks on goats occurred because these animals are greatly weakened. Um, the chupacabra, I think, they're specific, quote-unquote chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to have a hard time hunting. So they may be forced into attacking livestock because it's easier than running down like a rabbit or a deer or something that can escape quickly. Yeah. Plus, they're, you know, they're bigger anyway. So if they're, gaming, if they're going for quantity over quality, they're, they're getting it there. I don't know, though. A coyote's not that big. No. I feel like it's about even with a goat. Sometimes maybe even littler. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I would assume that a coyote would still go for a goat. I mean, they would still go oh, yeah. after it, I'm sure. This thing don't mess around. We saw a coyote chasing a cow on the way back from Pismo hmm. Beach. It was crazy, just on the hillside. And then this guy just, like, tracking him and started running up, and we were, and he was out of sight. And I feel like that cow would kick its lights out. Yeah. I don't know, he's going slow, he's a big boy. Um, so several witnesses came to the conclusion that the attacks couldn't be the work of dogs or coyotes because they hadn't eaten the victim. Um, but the conclusion is supposedly incorrect. 
both dogs and coyotes can kill and not consume the prey, mm-hmm. either because they are inexperienced or due to injury or difficulty in killing the prey, which kind of makes sense. If you got something smaller, like, you know, the, the pack is training some of the smaller kin or whatever, you know, getting, getting them up on their kills, mm-hmm. they might not be able to eat the whole thing, but... But they would at least take some of it out. Yeah. You know? I'm... I would think more along the lines of, like, they would kill for territory. Yeah. But I don't... I really don't know. It's... Who... Who knows? Yeah. There's, there's different... Biologists. I feel like... Yeah, That's who knows. By, yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose so. They, they have the best answer of all of us, I would say. Zoologists probably... But, might have a leg up on the biologist, but yeah, zoologist potentially. Yeah, yeah, you know they have their specifications. Um, so the prey can survive the attack and die afterwards from internal bleeding or circulatory shock, uh, but the presence of the two holes in the neck corresponding with canine teeth are to be expected since this is only the only way that most land carnivores have to catch their prey. Mm-hmm. But that's not three holes, right? So I'm not sure if the original that three hole one is supposed to be more accurate or i feel like i've heard of several that have three holes though i don't feel like there's yeah. the only one it's uh the three holes is, is kind of a running theme so i'm not i'm not i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't completely count that out yet so there was then a five-year investigation into chupacabras in general mm-hmm by one Benjamin Radford, who you will also hear if you look up Chupacabra. He's on everything. Him and the... What was her name? Madeline. Madeline Tolentino. Mm. So he he documented his investigation in his 2011 book, uh, Tracking the Chupacabra, and concluded that the description given by the original eyewitness in Puerto Rico, Madeline, was based on the creature Sill in the 1995 science fiction horror film Species. Which I thought was hilarious. The alien creature still is nearly identical to Tolentino's Chupacabra eyewitness account, and she had just seen the movie before her report. Mm. I actually gave you a picture of that too, uh, of the cell from the from the movie. Which one is that? Um, you might be able to tell. <laughs> the only one that looks kind of cinematic, I would say. That was made in '65. Nine, 95. Oh. 95. That does not look like the Chupacabra. Right? That is straight up an alien. That doesn't look anything like what they say the Chupacabra looks like. Yeah. It's human size. It's It looks more fish. like got bum. a bunch of spines and like little sharp edges on it and pokies. Not buying it. For the killing. Yeah. I totally get movies inspiring some stuff, but not like that. I just think it'd be really funny if that's... I mean, if that's the best that we have to go off of. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 wasn't noticed for that long is hilarious. Um, so he concludes that the most important Chupacabra description can't be trusted. Because apparently that was the first and most elaborate mm-hmm. of, of all of them. Right. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, this Radford believes seriously undermines the credibility of the chupacabra as a real animal. Yeah. In addition, the reports of blood sucking by the chupacabra were never confirmed by a ne- ne- necropsy. Necropsy. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which is apparently the only way to conclude that an animal is drained of its blood, like entirely. Okay. I don't know how they test that, but a necropsy is apparently the word for that mm-hmm. procedure. Uh, an analysis by a veterinarian of 300 different animals uh, reported victims of the chupacabra found and, and found that they had not been bled dry either. So it's just but are we going talking back about like not bled dry or not bled like half dry? Because even if it's half, that's enough. That'd be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, given, you know, taking into account like the level of de- decomposition and mm. stuff like that, if it's in a relatively good state and it still looks like it got, you know, just drained like a Capri Sun. Could drain it. Yeah. Is enough for me. Like, I don't care how much. If it just took a cup full, that's enough for me to be like, that's different is it more than a vampire bat would take (laughs) doesn't sound right um so radford radford then uh, divided the chupacabra reports into two categories reports from puerto rico and latin america where animals were attacked and it was uh supposedly that their their blood was extracted and then reports from the united states of mammals mammals mostly dogs and coyotes with mange that people called chupacabra due to their unusual appearance 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 um so that's 20 it's 2011 i didn't realize that i was so behind my chupacabra research as far as like (laughs) not having heard that much about it Mm -hmm. until i went to go do all this you know look into it this to this degree but there's been i mean more recent stuff i mean i feel like it's a it's a really hmm how do I put it? It's one of the few local, mm, like local legends, that are around right now. Mm-hmm. That's like if you go to the areas, like people will say it. It's kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like it might have, but I'm mostly kidding. You blame it on the chupacabra, and you don't think again about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah and other things i feel like lean into it you know like uh who's got mothman what state west virginia west virginia Mm -hmm. places that have a potential sighting or want to sell a couple more t-shirts or Mm -hmm. something or you know little bumper stickers or whatever saw chupacabra Mm -hmm. i just feed into that i feel like um so more recently Mm mm-hmm uh, in October and December of 2018, there came many reports of chupacabra suspects in Manipur, in India, where many domestic animals and poultry were killed in a suspicious manner, as chupacabra does. Mm-hmm. Uh, bite marks, drained bodies, that sort of thing. And it kind of it was kind of its mo as far as the animals that it was killing. Uh, a lot of people said that they'd seen the species with their eye, with their own eyes. However, forensic experts said that the st- that street dogs were responsible for mass killings of domestic animals and poultry after studying the remnants of the corpses. Mm. I'm like, I would never want to live in a place where you have to worry about street dogs coming up and killing all your stuff. Yeah, coming up and taking you know taking over the walk around with a beat stick. Mm-hmm. At least, well, well, not a BB gun. That'd, that'd be overkill, but. Um, we do not condone animal cruelty. No. At the Creepy Campfire Podcast. I'm just glad I live in a place where all the dogs are usually on leashes. And if they're not on leashes, they're 
relatively well behaved. Mm-hmm. They're not eating chickens goats. and stuff like that, or goats, sucking them dry. Uh, in October of 2019, a video recorded by Mundo Ovni uh, showed a supposed attack on chickens in the Seburoquillo sector of La Res, Puerto Rico, back in Puerto Rico. Okay. And I'm sure I butchered that. Um, I couldn't find that video. It it gave it like put the the it queued it for me on the mm-hmm. on the page, but it wouldn't load up. So I'm not sure if it was removed or something like that, or is just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's there. Look it up. Let us know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's so we can kind of get into the breakdown of a bunch of different descriptions and how the reason I feel like this thing is so big is that people people can. Attach a tri- you know they can attribute different things to it yeah. however they want. So a lot of eyewitnesses report a strong, unpleasant sulfur type odor. Mm-hmm. Uh, others say that the creature has no smell. So a lot of this is going to be contradictory. I'm going to let you know <laughs> up front, as it usually is. Uh, some say the skin is similar to a frog's, green in color, uh, with mottled specks. Others claim that it has the appearance of a of furry lizard skin. Hmm. Which just seems off-putting. Yeah, you, kinda, you don't pet. Lizards, you don't want to hug typically. that. I mean, you can you can you, you rub them, but you don't you don't pet them. <laughs> <laughs> the most common description is that of a reptile-like creature, said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back, uh, and it's said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands uh, and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. Hmm. That that is the most common description. Uh, what I'm confused by because <laughs> that's not what I think of when I think chupacabra. I never think of how it actually moves. I just think of what it's doing when it's killing. Yeah, hmm. I it'd be it's hard to in, imagine it kind of if it's got four legs and it's walking around like a kid most of the time. Then how is it being described as hopping around like a kangaroo? I mean, I've been told, well, like, a lot it, of it is that it's standing. Yeah. And that's why they thought that monkeys might be the thing, but... Mm-hmm. Well, maybe when it's, like, moving slowly, casually, it's walking like a dog. and But then when it's got to really get some speed, that's when it... Boing, boing, Kicks boing, off. Boing, boing. That'd be crazy to see. Yeah. I wouldn't want to run into it, no matter what. I never thought about it until today, because I've heard of the Chupacabra for, I don't, ever since I was a kid. Yeah. I never thought about it possibly being some kind of iguana yeah I, again but the, the spines whole on the back and like lizard like description kind of almost sounds iguana like yeah i don't know it just popped into my head it's it's oh. just again not what i usually associate with my my i guess inner monologue or description of what a chupacara would be mm-hmm. i thought it was gonna be more like dog like i mean one of my i granted one of my earliest um Examples was South Park <laughs> in an episode where they make fun of the chupacabra and they make it look nasty, but um, probably not a whole lot to go off of there. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's it's that big that it's in, you know, yeah, it's major in pop shows culture. And, yeah. yeah, it's become a major pop culture um, again. Well, like cryptid, I, said, I would say I know in the s- deep South, it's almost just like a joke. Yeah, not you know like oh, oh chupacabra got him. Mm-hmm. Kind of a running joke if there's livestock attacks or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no no attacks on humans ever, thankfully. Okay. 
I've just gone around eating. Anything feasting. bigger than a goat been reported killed by a chupacabra? I mean, she, I mean, it says livestock. It specifies livestock. Uh, I would assume sheep. I, it didn't say anything like a, as big as a cow or okay. anything like that, but I would assume that would be using a prey. Because I started thinking, too, because I know I've heard several people think maybe it's not cryptid, maybe it's an alien. Yeah. Or That's kind of like that. what some of this alluded to, yeah. Yeah, and then I started thinking, I'm like, oh, drained of blood. Cow mutilations, they get drained of blood. Mm-hmm. Small incisions, they get that. Oh, as far as, like, the, the typical kind of alien thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you'll if you'll take a look at uh, some of your, I don't have any specifics, but here's where we can kind of like start looking and comparing. Okay. Because um, a majority of the rest of them are just uh, ones that I pulled specifically from those sites I mm-hmm. uh, cited. Yeah, a but, lot of them uh, are similar. A lot of them, at least these artist illustrations, they give them more of a man-like head. Yeah. Which I don't know. If I mean, they're getting close to like lizardy, kind of lizard manish, kind of. I don't even think the local people would agree with that, right? I could. I mean, I could be totally wrong. And then you sent me this one. Is this supposed to be the dog with the disease you're talking about? Yeah. So that's just that's just a dog in Mexico with mange. <laughs> that people literally just looks like a hairless dog with a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a little uh, little thing down the the center of it, but that's that's the one thing for me that I've got beef with with the chupacabra sightings getting called just dogs with mange. It, maybe at the dead of night you could make that mistake, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty clear. Like it's still a dog. Yeah, and between dog and lizard, I mean, there's a huge mm-hmm. line. So I don't. I don't know where those and I don't, lines are getting blurred. I've seen pictures where people are like, oh, yeah, see, like, if you get one with severe enough mange uh-huh. that also hasn't been eating, you can see, the like, it's backbone, so it's spiny. For sure. And I'm like, I don't think I'd call that spine still, though. I think I would call those bumps. Or, yeah. Like, now, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far as to say spines, because when I think spines, I think, like, like porcupines mm-hmm. and, and, and iguanas. Like some of those illustrations and, have, like, the, the kind of spiky backs yeah. or the... Yeah. Not not like the bumps from something that hasn't been eating or has an illness. No. So So it's it's just strange that I mean again he uh Radford said that he kind of classified it and apparently United States views it more uh on the canine side of things mm-hmm. where as opposed to um, more reptilian in central and yeah, south America. Central, yeah. Well, almost everywhere else. Kind oh, of gotcha. is it more like reptilian. So we're just dumb. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a coyote with with uh, with no hair. I don't know. We've got plenty other things to worry about. Get this chupacabra mess out of here. Right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So another common description of the chupacabra is that of a strange breed of wild dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, that form is usually hairless and has a pronounced spinal ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, usually pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. Unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra is said to drain all the animal's blood and sometimes organs. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's the only one that states organs, usually through three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle, or through one or two holes. Hmm. So it could do as many holes as it wants. It just yeah. depends on its mood, I suppose. And I wonder, because I don't believe blood is actually that nutritious. No. 
so that's the, my other things. I'm trying to think of why it would be doing this. Because it can't be the only way it sustains itself. I mean, if you're not eating any of the flesh or the protein... I mean, you're getting protein, but you're getting a lot of stuff you don't necessarily need either. I yeah. would think. Depending on... I guess it depends on what you are, but... I guess that it would make more sense if a reptilian thing was doing that. I don't know. I guess just in my brain. Maybe that's just me. Um, well, I know anything that eats blood has to eat a lot of it. Yeah. Like, I, I know in the anything other than the insect world, the vampire bat's the only thing we know of. I know that has to consume a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I know any insect, fleas, ticks, a bed bug, all of those things that eat blood. They're sitting there they, trying to get as much as they can. Well, they Yeah, they engorge themselves yep. on it. They, they literally have to swell up to get enough food yeah. out of it. And most of those organisms are very tiny and have different nutritional needs than a than a dog-sized animal would. Dog-sized lizard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not usually taking down goats and sheep, I would say. Mm-hmm. Something that small. Which, I mean, if they're draining them completely of blood, then there's a lot of it there, so fair enough. Mm-hmm. But... Ah, mm. But I feel like at that point, you would see, like, this just super bloat super bloated yeah. dog. like it wouldn't even be able to go anywhere i feel like you just find it in your in your barn like not being able to move just stuck on its stomach just let me sleep it off yeah <laughs> like one of the mosquitoes that just ate too much and then just lands and dies immediately that's true because you hear stories of them seeing them like run away post incident uh-huh but no one's ever talked about a fat one no they're usually really skinny still mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if it's just i don't know if they're all anemic or what <laughs> maybe that's why they need the blood <laughs> um so, and then we got, here's where we get into Princeton EDU. Okay. okay. So this is, they have a timeline for uh, pretty much all of the suspected eyewitness encounters. Okay. So as far back as the mid-1970s, uh, we have one in the Rio Grande Valley, South Texas. Uh, sightings of what may have been a condor linked to a rash of mutilated cattle uh, where blood was removed from them So we do entirely. have cattle. Ca- cattle, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, but a condor. Like, that's a bird. Like, mm-hmm. why, why are we linking that? Well, I think they linked that at the time just because it was the biggest predator that could probably do that of the area. Yeah. But and, they, and those things go in on on yeah. animals and stuff, but they, they're eating the whole thing. Like well, sometimes, feasting. but either way, especially with a bird with mm-hmm. that beak, that beak can be surgical sometimes. Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to explain the wounds and that was the best way because like we talked about a dog it's going to make a mess it's going to rip things apart yeah. and tear that's how it eats yep whereas a beak you know you can get in there and pluck mm-hmm. but you wouldn't well i would be intrigued to see if there were pictures and if they were like precise little and like the small incisions mm-hmm. that they're like everybody's going off of right it'd be interesting uh more in the early 1970s in brownsville texas where a rancher finds a bull dead no blood around it, no blood inside of it, and no tracks. Um, we've got 1994 in Puerto Rico, four or six little grays uh, found under a bed and chased out of the house with a broom. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like little gray aliens? We didn't specify it. This is, this is, this is like the, the most minimal descriptions you can get it's just it's just like the little quick snips yeah this is where this is where this is how um 
But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Little mm-hmm. grays, because that would that sounds just get on up out of here. It sounds like aliens. It sounds like aliens to me. <laughs> Swept them out the house with a broom. Yeah. And they didn't care. Is it that small too? I just imagine them waddling out, just like meow, 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 four or meow. six of them underneath the bed. Yeah, and then they all just come out, <laughs> burying their fangs. <laughs> um, and then we kind of jump up to uh, so we're, we're, we, that was 1994. We got 1995 in Arokovis, mm-hmm. um, where the eight sheep are found. Uh, three strange marks or puncture holes in the chest and completely drained. Mm-hmm. That was that initial sighting. And then we've got in August of 1995 in Canvanas, um, Puerto Rico, where the they were blamed for the death of like 150 animals in the area. Later, later in Puerto Rico, chupas are blamed for chupas. I like that as a short term. Chupas uh, blamed for the deaths of dozens of turkeys, rabbits, goats, cats, dogs, and even horses and cows. Mm. Said to have ripped open the bedroom window of a house in the northern central valley of Caguas. Uh, destroyed a stuffed teddy bear. I don't know why, <laughs> why that's included. Because the teddy bears are important too, Jordan. Sentimental. I mean, it's still an animal, I suppose, and it's still going to go to work. Maybe it mistook it for a little bear. Um, and left a puddle of slime and a piece of rancid white meat hmm. on the windowsill. And apparently it was seen because it had air, hairy arms and huge red eyes. Which kind of some of those pictures alluded to too. Yeah. Um, and another attack. It came in at about seven a.m. and it just showed up and then disappeared. Didn't attack anything or like it showed up. It was an appearance, not an attack. Yeah. Wakes up. Came and went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they do. As they do. You know, they're <laughs> finicky that way. Um, I'm not that hungry tonight, guys. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> y'all safe tonight. But you, you watch your teddy bears. Lock up your goats. Lock. <laughs> Lock up your goats, yeah. <laughs> Fathers, hide your, hide your, hide your sheep, daughters. Hide your chickens, hide your goats. <laughs> you know, it's got. If it had a voice, it's got a creepy voice like that. Oh, for sure. And it's very wispy. If it can talk, oh my god, that's that's creepy. <laughs> what y'all doing tonight? <laughs> it's the it's the guy from it's the guy from Family Guy. It's the, it's... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I hate your goats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all gonna use the M. <laughs> oh my god. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, apparently, 35 times in three months in that 1995 stint mm-hmm. through Canovanas, Puerto Rico, it was seen. Um, one resident saw it on an afternoon in his backyard when it came out of the brush and bit the family dog. Lovely. And that person said, I think it belongs to the monkey family. But it isn't a monkey exactly. <laughs> it ran like a monkey and was about four feet tall, but it didn't have a tail. Okay. Ran like a monkey. That's a big monkey. That's a big monkey. Four, four feet, feet tall. tall? Four feet tall. That's like, what, chimpanzee? Well, was, yeah. I mean, along yeah. those lines, I would say. But but not a monkey exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't know. Um, uh, on December 7th, Near Guanaca, Puerto Rico, unusual bloodless deaths of chickens and cows. On December 14th in Naguabo, on the east coast, several caged rabbits were found dead with holes in the neck area without a drop of blood. Uh, Other rabbits had disappeared, and near the rabbit cage was a track with a three-toed claw. Hmm. 
I'm like, I wish that all of these were more, there was more to them. Mm-hmm. Expound on that, please. Well, it's hard, too, because you're, you're for the most part, translating from um, other language sources. True. Because it's majority, vast majority Spanish, a little bit of Portuguese, but... So we've got three toes. Mm-hmm. We've got monkey, not exactly monkey. Monkey, reptilian, dog. <laughs> monkey, reptilian, dog. It's man, bear, pig. <laughs> uh, so a lot to go off of, but nothing conclusive. Yeah. Um, I know there's been, like, it's like the mermaid where there's pictures that float around from time to time going mm-hmm. viral. And then they're always like, those always get disproved. It's like, oh, it's a this with that. Like, yeah. You know, a dog with mange. It's a, you know, raccoon with this or something. Yeah. So it gets photographed a lot, people trying to track it down. I thought it was funny how many uh, sites I, I ended up going to, and they're just reports of people having claimed to see the chupacabra yeah. in those people looking into it and it mm-hmm. getting pictures of him even and it's straight up a f-ing coyote <laughs> it's just a it's a coyote it's a dog <laughs> with mange it's a hairless dog yeah leave it alone well like the lady that that took the one that got hit or ran over or whatever and i, I think there's been other reports like that not yeah. not a lot but a couple mm-hmm. at least in the states which is where that one was it was in texas texas the the local and like humane society would pick that up or you would you would call somebody that could come out and come look at it you you know i mean you could just bury it in the backyard but like why would you if it's that accessible they they ended up making a life-size or a replica of it to put on display and again where people kind of just feed into that whole Mm -hmm. make it a tourist attraction or something yeah um, and I think that was, I might not have sent you that one, but that one, that one just looks like a, it just looks like a big wolf, mm-hmm. like not even hairless or anything like that. It just looks like a big wolf mm-hmm. and it's just a plaster cast of a, of a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to go see that, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So we're still in 95. Um, in one year it's thought to be responsible for at least 1000 killings as far as goats, sheep, cattle, chickens, and other animals. Yeah. There are a bunch of eyewitness accounts that year. Creatures four, four to six feet tall, walks upright, isn't humani- isn't humanoid, humanoid, <laughs> and has large oval alien type eyes. Okay. So many, so many different things. I'm like, with you guys, each feed it be- grows. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're expanding. <laughs> um, it's like a, it's like cell. With each each feed, it changes form. <laughs> oh, Dragon Ball Z reference like that. Yes. Um, okay, so man, there's a lot in Puerto Rico. That is that is the most prevalent site. Yes, yeah, so I know Rico. Central America. Like that's top dog for chupacabra. Yeah. More. Okay, so more that year, animals die result as a result of a single puncture mark found on some some part of the body, which mm-hmm. apparently drained them of blood. Uh, one photo shows a Siamese cat with a puncture mark through its skull and just, like, sucked Shriveled. in. Shriveled. Yeah. yeah. Um, in December of that year, local tabloid uh, Vocero echoed the possibility that a giant vampire bats had infiltrated the island in cargo shipments proceeding from South America. Normal-sized bats are fairly common in the Caribbean. I don't know about giant vampire bats. 
I don't even know if there is such a thing because vampire bats are pretty small. I feel like. Uh, not, well, well, I mean, they're not huge. There's, there's a thing. It's a thing. Are like big ones? Yeah, giant ones. Yeah. It's like a classification, I think. Here, let me Google yeah, it so we okay. don't look stupid. Okay, but okay. Yeah, giant vampire bats are a thing. I mean, if so, then maybe that's maybe that's your problem. Maybe that's your problem, Puerto Rico. But then a bat would vampire like bats. that. And I don't think a, a bat could, again, suck a goat dry or... There's an extinct species. Really? In Central and South America. Um, it was 30% larger than the existent vampire bat. Hold wow. on. So, um, Dismodus draculi, which is now extinct... Uh, yeah, inhabited Central and Southern America. This is coming straight off Wikipedia. Uh, it was 30% larger than the extinct vampire bat. Or, I'm sorry, the, the um, existing vampire bat. Fossils have been found in Argentina, Mexico, Ecuador, Brazil, Venezuela, Belize. Shout out Belize. That place is great. And Bolivia. Strange. Um, I just want to know when it died. Yeah, or when it, uh... when it died out. It'd be crazy if it was 95 and got mistook for a chupacabra too many times. Uh, like, you're all dead. Uh, One thing I uh, kind of left out is some of the descriptors for this, depending on where it comes from, people also say that it has appeared to have wings. Okay. So it's also a flying. But that's very low end of reports, right? Report the wings? Yeah. Okay. It was it was like really not a whole lot to because I don't think I've ever even seen like a drawing of one had. with wings. Yeah, yeah. Which even then we're going at a weird mouth thing because there's still the whole three hole thing to explain mm-hmm. or single hole sometimes. And then it's in the form of a triangle, mm-hmm. kind of like where it's an upside down triangle. As far as when there is three dots, mm-hmm. that being the pattern, mm-hmm. like two teeth at the top, one on the bottom. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Makes me think of like an angler fish, but that thing has too many teeth. Or a snake with an extra tooth on the bottom. Something. Uh, there is okay, so there is one near uh, Guanaco, December twenty first, still ninety five. There's a ton between ninety five and ninety six, uh, where forty four year old Osvaldo Claudio Rosado was washing a car. He was grabbed from behind. He tried to fight off the intruder and saw a black haired gorilla. About five feet tall, which ran off. Rosado had cuts in his abdomen, possibly swole. torn by fingernails <laughs> or claws. Yeah, I just like how it keeps getting bigger and more uh, beastly, and now it's got wings. And <laughs> I'm telling you, you keep feeding it, and it keeps getting swole. <laughs> it, apparently, it needs just a lot of blood. Forget protein shakes. Start drinking blood. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. It's actually up there. It's the flying gorilla that's just waiting on uh, waiting for unattended goats. Okay. Lock up your well, goats. you know what it's doing? It's trying to get on Mothman's level, so it's trying to bulk <laughs> up, <laughs> so it can take on the Mothman. <laughs> oh my God! What an epic battle that Sunday, would be! Sunday, 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 the Mothman takes the Chupacabra. Could you imagine like a cryptid WrestleMania or like a cryptid uh, battle, battle it out royale kind of thing? I gave a shit less about wrestling as a kid. I would watch that wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, watch Chupacabra break a chair over, <laughs> over Mothman's back. Put the, put the, uh, I don't know, Nessie in a chokehold or something. Just, just fly, but like up, but not move its wings. <laughs> I know Bigfoot would would have them all though. 
them all. That's where you got that squatch in there. Is squatch <laughs> dead? I haven't tried squatch in a while. <laughs> squatch. What happened to squatch? I think he needs batteries. Okay. I know he was. Uh, he was his his tone was getting a little. He was maturing when we <laughs> last last we heard. His tone was uh, getting a little deeper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, one near Klamath Falls, where a pregnant heifer died with her right ear gone. A heifer. A heifer. <laughs> Big old female cow. Uh, hide cut from her face. Ugh. The tongue cut lengthwise. Uh, along the top of the teeth, the tongue the tongue cut lengthwise along the top of the teeth. All four teats removed, leaving black circles on the surface of the udder, and the rectum and vagina cut out in one neat keyhole cut. See, now that's straight cattle mutilation. That is alien. That cattle sounds mutilation. like a serial killer in the making. Like that's that's textbook alien cattle mutilation. Alien, you think so? Well, that's what they normally like in the in the U.S. At least, a lot of cattle mutilations get attributed to alien. I feel like that's just us passing off crazy freaking people as aliens. Well, what it is is the laser precision. Yeah. Quote laser precision. Pre- the laser. It's precision. precise. Yeah. <laughs> Which an animal typically won't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's a contributed to an, a bacteria that eats from the outside in, which will leave a clean thing like that. Yeah. But that takes time. And you, if you sell this cow two days ago, that didn't happen in two days. No. And all of these specific things mm-hmm. taken from it. Like, yeah. And, like the, and the, usually things like genitals, udders, the mouth is messed with mm-hmm. in these animal mutilations. All stuff that they're trying to study. Right. So, like, maybe the chupacabra is just the collector. He's helping the aliens out. Who knows? Hey, guys, you mind if I just borrow your udders a little bit? I'll bring them back. I'm just going to eat one. Just one. <laughs> oh, God. So, so that one was the, I feel like, the most far out there as far as uh, leftovers. <laughs> Sorry. Are you, you stuck on that? I am. Stuck on <laughs> Do you think he finishes every sentence with... Oh, Jesus! Yeah, you know he does. It. We're not gonna. We're not gonna classify here. But it does for sure. Mm-hmm. It's got a big weird tongue in between those three teeth that it's scooping. Just smacking. Scooping uh, <laughs> fancy parts out of. Out of out of everything. <laughs> it, it takes the blood from what it wants. It takes the teats off what it wants. It, <laughs> it's indiscriminatory. Uh, so man, just every, like every day, like there's there's something new every day here. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday, December twenty sixth, five days later, uh, near the Torres Sea. I'm just trying to, I'm just really trying to make everybody mad with how I'm pronouncing things. <laughs> in Puerto Rico, in the Torres Sea uh, Baja region, mm-hmm. Baja was easy enough. I mean, got that one down. <laughs> uh, a woman heard strange noises in her house and and like a dog barking. Um, and then the Siamese cat was found dead with the genitals removed once more. Two guinea hens with their throat slit, a chicken with perforations, and four ducks and four rabbits dead in their cages. Now that sounds like a serial killer in the making. Yeah, he's just working his way up. I don't know. I don't know. Get out of here, Ted Bundy. Get out of here. Uh, same day in Puerto Rico in a place called San, San Germán. Eleven goats are found dead. 
So there's more than one of these things, or they are getting or it's getting around quick. Um, then we jump up to 1996, January 4th in Isabella County, Michigan. Uh, eight calves are found frozen and dead. Two were skinned of their hide from head to hooves. Six were skinned of all their hide from neck to hooves. All were black and white Holsteins and about a week old. So that one, it was, it had a type. <laughs> the, it's stuff like this that makes it really hard to believe. Well, that's that's just, why I'm saying I think this that there's a little bit of a melding of two paranormal. We got cryptids over overlaying each other yeah. or potential paranormal things just happening. Right. We got we got maybe some alien mischief mixed in with some chupacabra attacks. Y'all didn't know this was an alien episode. Could they be one and the same? Like I said, I'm I'm leaning toward the they're just the collector. Yeah. So maybe they started small with some blood and now they're moving on up. And now it's got a nice necklace of ears. Oh god. And a bracelet of teats. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm not making the episode title Bracelets of Teats. Bracelet of Teats! So, in, okay, so next, uh, January 7th, I got three days later, in Klamath Falls, Oregon, uh, one, a one week old calf is found dead and mutilated. Right ear had been cut off again, and mm-hmm. the entire skull had been removed. So that serial killer is making his rounds. Yeah. Um, in March of 1996, there was uh, about 40 animals found killed. One woman saw a dog-like figure standing up near them with two short hands in the air. Okay. These are so... The, the, these descriptions are so indiscrim- indiscriminatory, too, and they're so... Uh, fake? All over the place. Fake? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> word for it. They're all over the place. Again, this isn't on EDU, you know? It's on Princeton.edu. It's a believable source. Oh, this all has been. All of it. This whole list that I'm going off right now. Okay. This was Princeton. <laughs> so I was like, you guys should check your sources. Um, 1996 in the Rio Grande Valley, South Texas, a pet goat is found dead with three puncture wounds in its neck. A six-year-old goat found in with the telltale marks of the chupacabra. Again, I'm assuming maybe the upside-down triangle or something. Again, I, that's the only going thing we have going for it uh back in juarez mexico on may 2nd of 96 many small mammals dogs etc have met with this tall animal-like being with three toed feet and hands on haunches with the forearm suspended at chest level very similar to a kangaroo it has a row of spikes or straight feather-like projections from its head and down its back that raise and lower and have been seen to glow with their own light. Has been seen to take off on all fours, and the sucking device seems to be a tube-like projection from the mouth. I don't know who got close enough to see all of that and live, (laughs) but that sounds like something out of Blade. But now it's got got feathers, too. Feathers that light up and glow. Mm. Lizard skin, dog teeth, I don't know. And a, an alien movie protrusion from its mouth. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just species. It's just the movie species coming to life. Species, species. Um, so by 1996, attacks are becoming more distributed. 
there's one where wounds resemble uh, quarter-inch holes similar to a biopsy puncture that extend completely mm -hmm. through the muscle tissue. In at least one instance, the wounds were discovered pronouncedly through the inner tissue without leaving any wound traces on the surface layer skin. How do you find a quarter-inch hole and say that there's no wound traces on the surface layer skin? What are you well, looking for? There might there might not be any um, scratches or anything like that. No, no, no. Like uh, uh, they might mean traces of the the thing that did it. So no skin flakes or scale flakes or no feathers left behind. No glowing feathers left behind. No, unfortunately. <laughs> in uh, in Calderon Village, Sinaloa, northern Mexico, a giant bat-like creature terrorizes a village. Uh, goats are found daily with their blood sucked dry. Witnesses say. Farmers have formed night vigilante squads at this point. As they should. And we're telling people to keep the women and children locked up inside at night. That's not fair. Women can shoot just fine. Right? And why aren't you worried about your goats? That's what they're coming for, not your ladies. What's going on? But nobody knows what it is. Uh, dozens of goats have fallen victim to the bloodsucker. <laughs> and it, they say that it allegedly attacked one person there in Sinaloa. Okay. It doesn't expand on that. I only have a couple more of these, sorry. They had a lot. Uh, in the Mexican state of Sonora, Veracruz, and Agua Prieta, numerous animals are found drained of their blood and a vague report of a human suffering the same fate. Vague report? <laughs> Non-existent report. Yeah, it, was, it was just Billy. We were not too worried about we think it. We think we found a guy there, too. But he was know. drunk half the time, and... So on May 9th of 1996, at around 2 a.m., the Espinoza family, um, is, they opened their front door and found a creature that was supposedly three to four feet high with scaly skin, clawed mm -hmm. hands, red eyes, and a row of spines from the skull cap down to the back. And the creature mumbled and gestured. That's pretty tall. A lot of these are saying three to four feet. Yeah. Some, are saying, some are saying up to five feet. Yeah. Some saying it's a gorilla. Who knows at this point? Um, okay. I don't want to deal with a blood sucking nine year old. Blood sucking. Oh, so yeah, oh, well, if it was a. Well, because it's like the size of like a. Like of a, a nine year old child? Yeah. Little vampire. That looks like it has a skin disease and. Just a mangy pup. It's got wings, though. It can fly away. That's it. I don't know. Uh, okay, so later on, on May 9th, 1996, Don, a seven-year-old boy in the same house as the Espinosas, said that the creature stood on his bed and briefly on his chest. Uh, both the older and younger Espinosa family members described it smelling like a wet dog. Uh, but in, on Wednesday of May 12th in 1986 in Mexico, the southern state of Chiapas, 28 uh, dead rams are found with puncture marks and no blood. Hmm. And that is all of the sightings I could find. That is a lot, and they range vastly. Well, Jordan. So either we're dealing with something that is a shapeshifter and needs the blood to sustain it mm. or oh, I don't even what do you what do you, what I do don't you know think? Where to start I, I want to know what you think I don't even know where to start I think it's I think it's BS <laughs> I, 
At this point, I think Chip Carp is BS. Well, what do you th- what do you think is doing all that then? Oh. People <laughs> <laughs> for fun? I don't know. Uh, just that's a lot of stuff getting drained of its blood. Yeah. Which to I, me makes a little sense if it is an animal. Then that's enough food if this is what it lives on. If to sustain, to sustain a smallish population of of whatever yeah. this it's creature not like it is. Kill something, and then we we one goat died a month. You know. Well, what's interesting to me is that it's that it's been reported in so many places, and with not much time in between. Yet there's never an incident where you see more than one of them. Besides mm-hmm. this whole four to six little grays that got swept out from underneath a bed that I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. were just giant dust bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're sweeping a chupacabra away if it's, if it's out there. Um, but I th- again, I think that... But there's I mean, lots of solitary hunters, though. True. But it, but it making the rounds that quick and going from South, you know, South America to Central America. And well, that's why U.S. That, that quick. That is what that might be the single thing that makes it sound the most cryptid-like. Yeah. Because it sounds the most like a species that's not been found. Mm-hmm. Because it would have to have a population if it did exist. Yeah. Couldn't be a one-off thing unless it's some crazy experiment. Mm-hmm. So because it's so vast and so many different things, that's the one thing pointing to it. I don't think it makes sense at all biologically, though. No. From no. The, the, the three... It might as well be a chi- like a chimera or something like that, you know? Got a, got a snake tail and a lion head and, a, and wings of some sort, like body of a dragon or the, the wings are totally not a thing. Yeah. The, the, they're, <laughs> they're definitely not a thing. The... But it's a vampire! Vampires have wings. <laughs> it shines in the light of day. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know. I'm going. You know, it's the alien aliens collector. That's what I'm sticking with. If it's a thing. If it's a thing at all. If it's a thing at all, it's the collector for the aliens. They need some tissue samples, a little bit of blood here and there, some udders. They send um, down the chupacabra. <laughs> udders. Udders. What were, we, what, were, what were we even saying earlier? Teat. <laughs> yeah, the proper the proper term. What yeah. you were looking for, I feel like. The uh, teats from the heifers. The <laughs> That's right. I, I don't know, man. This one was... I've seen some... I had re- a lot of skepticism going in. Yeah. I do usually with cryptids. But this is the... I am the on the furthest side of the fence on this one one thing i got about it too if it's a hoax that people found out how to do easily and are doing it a lot i don't understand why in central america because it or at all it's not the wealthiest part of the world they got a lot of other things to be worried about yeah and sometimes those goats are how they eat man like they people don't raise those just for fun sometimes that's no. like that's food no i mean there's uh it was in haggis in scotland like a yeah. like goat technically goat stomach sheep stomach it's sheep stomach it's sheep yeah but i but yeah people eat goat yeah you know, it's not it's not unheard of but yeah people i mean people eat it it's a thing yeah so and like i said you're not going to take 
food out your family's mouth to try to pull a hoax. Yeah, why, why would you need that much blood? Mm-hmm. Well, who needs that much blood? Who's sucking cows and, and goats dry? Like, wh- why? Why? Well, what are you doing with it? And what? Are, yeah, what are you doing with it? Blood sausage? I don't know. That's what. That's 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 the only reason I have a hard time with a hoax is why. Yeah. It's there's not much of a gain out of it. It's true. Even I if, just, you, if, if you go viral for a minute, it's a really twisted way to go viral. Uh, well, this one's just hard for me to even like come up with anything for. Like, Tony Man, like, aliens collector. I have need I, some cow skin. Sound like a chupacabra. I mean, aliens becoming more and teeth. What you need, Jordan? Some- <laughs> oh jeez. Please just make that make that sound that you just made the title of the episode if you can. <laughs> you can paraphrase that into Onomatopoeia. There you go. Uh yeah. So what do you 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 so you so alien collector. If it's a thing if it's real at all. It's not a cryptid. I, I really got a hard time. It's gotta be if it is a thing, foreign. It doesn't make sense. It sounds sickly and dying all the time. Like that's most of the most of the accounts. Which I'll say, okay, I'll say this though: hyenas kind of in the same boat. True. They kind of always look like they're dying, and they got mange. But they are eats, savage. They eats the the everything. But yeah, you don't mess with them. No. So there's that. But the the holes. I'm kind of surprised that nobody nobody put that as like a descript like a potential descriptor. Oh, it's a like hyena, a, like kind of like a hyena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, good thought. Because nobody can make their mind up. It's reptilian, dog-like, frog-like, bird-like, bird-like. It's it almost Alien-like. it almost feels like a catch-all. Yeah, like if you don't, you're not sure it's the chupacabra. Yeah, I don't. Again, I feel like it's just it got wrapped up in the. I don't know why it got as popular as it did, besides the fact of when it. Well, I think got it's because big. there were actually animals that were actually dead, and actually that drained. there's like potential proof. Yeah. And that's that's why. So that's why I'm saying like there's something there. What it what? is. What. And then I mean you know people sens- sensationalize things. Oh yeah. So how much of this is just sensationalized campfire story? Mm-hmm versus actual account yeah you know i would definitely be pretty freaked out if i uh owned livestock and happened to find half of them dead with like their blood sucked out of them though that would be pretty creepy maybe okay hang with me here maybe it bit here's the triangle here it bit and it's got the two marks yeah and then it kind of like lets go and turns and bites again. Okay. But one of the fangs keeps it. Yeah, but it happens so consistently. That's what I'm saying. I thought of that for a second. I'm like, if it's taking two bites, but it's leaving the one, like, if it's just angling, it's my, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. This whole thing doesn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we do this. I don't know, but it's getting swole. It's the size of a gorilla. We better it's, not talk bad about it. Yeah. Gorilla with wings, I would not want to encounter. No, I'm good. No. So. Chupacabra. That, that's what I have on Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Mm. Good times. Good. Um, 
I thought I thought that I was going to find a lot more on it, honestly, because it is one of the more well-known cryptids. I feel like. Yeah. But again, like everybody just kept going back to. Oh my god, I keep forgetting her name. Madeline, mm-hmm. the one eyewitness, and then. Uh, well, you uh, had Radford. plenty, plenty of sightings and happenings. Yeah. It's just they are all very similar. And how many of those are actually... Well, well, they're all very similar. Well, some of them are very similar. Mm, yeah. And then well, how accredited or how, like, who actually claimed mm-hmm. to see it? Yeah. And who backs that up? Mm-hmm. It's hard to corroborate. But, right. yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Jordan, where can they find us? Please, 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 please message me on the Instagram. Creepy Camp for Podcast. He's lonely. I'm trying to get people to... I mean, people keep liking it. People keep liking it. That's not what I'm asking for. I like the likes, but I'm not asking for that. I want to hear from Beggars you. Beggars can't be choosers, George. I want to hear from you, please. Um, or hit us up at the email, at our email, which is... Creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Send it. Whatever you want to do. A sound bite, a story, just type it out. It's, it's that easy. I'm sure that if you've had an encounter like that, you've probably jotted it down somewhere. Or you've taken account of it. Or you locked so. it deep away. Locked it deep in your memory. Get, get this stuff on paper. Right? <laughs> or electronically get it on the paper. Get it to us. Anything. That's right. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like you expected me to tell you ghosts. something about ghosts. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's it for this one. Um, but and still, until uh, next time you hear from us, I'm sure it will be easy enough in this hot, 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 hot weather to stay, stay toasty. toasty.